Welcome to this uh, special session of um, Take Six Africa Film Podcast. It is the Time Capsule Edition. And nice. uh, I thought maybe we'd um, document <laughs> our experience for the future generations. <laughs> wow, you know, at least at least it will stay in the cloud. I'll be like our little space yeah. where people can it. Yeah. So if you do it in mind, you could just introduce yourselves because at least people who listen to this show know who I am. So you know, who wants to go first? Um yes. I was gonna suggest since you were on the call earlier. Oh, really? Okay, cool. So I'll go. Yes. My name is Sarah Moihaki. I'm a filmmaker, um, an award-winning writer and producer. Mm -hmm. One of my best work, rather um, internationally acclaimed, was I was one of the writers of Nairobi Half Life. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I like to use that one because it, almost everybody knows it. So mm. yes, and I've been at this for almost two decades. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So, you know, I hang yeah. in there. <laughs> but you're also an actress. I also know you as an actress, Sarah. Or have you left that identity behind? Um, I act when I can't find an actress to take that position. <laughs> And mostly, it's not because I don't enjoy it. Mostly, mm -hmm. it's because of my experience trying to do something other than acting. Because uh -huh. I'd come in and I want to join the crew as maybe a writer or join the production department. And everyone mm -hmm. there is like, but we've already cast. And all our main cast has been auditioned already. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not auditioning. <laughs> I, I want to be part of the crew, you know. Mm. So yeah, but I do. Well, that that tells you that tells you how much your work is impactful. That people like assume they see that first. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Never thought of it like that. Yeah. She's right. She actually is. <laughs> uh huh. And our next guest. <laughs> uh, my name is Wanjeri Gakulu. I am a freelance journalist, essayist, and filmmaker. I am the managing editor of Delada Africa. And I am also, one of the projects that I've worked on uh, recently that I'm proud of is, uh, I'm one of the writers on Supermodel, which was Kenya's submission to the 91st Academy Awards, when it was still called Best Foreign Language Film. Those good old days of last year, that one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I forgot to add. Me, me, uh -huh. yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> Is it yes. enough? <laughs> it was, was Kenya's submission to the, mm -hmm. what was it called? The long name, the foreign film, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Anyway, to the Oscars. <laughs> I forgot to mention okay. it. I, I, mm -hmm. Why did I forget? Anyway, cool. All right. Well, um, I, I feel like it's it, it's like 2020 is like that's where we're going to start counting so anything pre-2020 and then after 2020 so pre-covid covid post-covid mm -hmm. post okay. so yeah i feel like that's for me that's how people are going to start saying oh yeah in the good old days before the world the world yeah. almost ended 
Yes, PC and BC. <laughs> oh my God. Oh yeah, actually, BC, PC. We started with a conversation with you and Jerry on WhatsApp where you said it's the uncertainty that's making time feel formless and tasks meaningless. There's a feeling of so what and then, you know. So for me, it's been a case of uh, a lot of conversations that I've been a part of where people are saying, yeah, you can learn this thing. You can learn to code. You can, you know, you can start this, you can start the other. And this whole thing of being productive, you have to be the pressure to be productive when the reality is not yes. that. So, you know, yeah. what, what's your take on that? Um, my problem with um, this whole statement of, optimism and you know you could be this and you could be that in this time doesn't hold space for the reality of, of where we are you know we are all lonely in our houses we've not seen our people we don't know when we will pay uh, how we will pay rent you know especially us as artists who our lives are filled with you know they're full of ups and downs and so i get it i get the idea of being putting forward positivity and optimism but mm -hmm. that language of joy and production, when you're not doing that, when you're kind of sitting in a depressive state or in, in kind of like the early stages of it, then you feel like you're letting people down, that you're not yeah. at your full capacity, when really it's a situation that has changed. The world has changed completely. And there's no yeah. understanding of when it will end. I mean, looking at even all the different countries and the responses, even those who, you know, China that started early, you know, lost people, opened the doors, like there's no formula for, for um, for the solution. Like, it's not clear how, like, you do A, B, C, D and you get a definitive result. There's nothing like that. And so without mm -hmm. that, I can't anchor myself in something. So I can learn uh, coding, or I, I can write a million scripts, but when will I produce them? When will I apply this thing? And so then that, the feeling of so what comes up. And I think mm -hmm. because the, the condition isn't, there's a lot of generosity and towards the idea of um, mental health being a real problem, but I don't think there's space for it's okay to sleep. Outside of artists saying that, I'm not feeling like that's like the, the mainstream conversation. And that's where we feel, okay, are we letting everybody down? Are we doing are we doing the COVID wrong? Yeah. Um I feel like I went all out mm -hmm. being um positive and trying to remain positive and eating everything right you know which vitamin does this fruit have and which vitamin that vegetable have and where were my things sourced from were these veggies sourced from organic farmers and all of that wow. so, and ate well and did everything i was supposed to do and then i had a sore throat like i've had a sore throat for a while but then now because of covid i thought to treat it so it keeps mm. recurring and I took antibiotics. Then mm -hmm. I grew ill. Like I was, you know, at when I'd been operating at 90 something percent energy, now I was at what I'd call 10 or 15. And I'm like, all those veggies, all those um, <laughs> fruits, all that stuff I did is for nothing. Yeah. So since then, um, <laughs> Let's say my psych for life hasn't come back yet. I've been doing what I feel is like the least. Writing, if I write half a page, I've written a lot. 
Mostly I don't. Mostly I'm just sitting thinking I should be writing. I should be writing. When we go back to normal life, I will miss this free time I have. And I feel like I don't even have any free time. Because I'm either worrying about this or worrying about the next thing and worrying about things that I'd never even think about before. For instance, mm. now I'm thinking of doing a will because I'm like, okay, if I die, somebody should inherit from me and I don't have kids. So, mm. it, you know, these are things I'd thought of fleetingly. But now I've had it so many times that I'm even thinking, okay, you don't have a lawyer. You need to get a lawyer who's going to write this thing and how do you bring this topic up because then you're discussing your death. You, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know where people are getting tired to be, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm looking... Positive, productive. Productive. Because I find like there's no time to be productive really. And then I find I beat myself up for not being productive. And yet nobody has said what this productive is. It's just that everybody's throwing around how they're writing more, reading more, working out more, uh, being a better mother, father, sister, lover, whatever. As in COVID has made them better. And I'm thinking, uh, no, that's not me. COVID has just made me a warrior. Like I worry about everything. I was Googling the other day if my cereal actually comes from where it says it comes from. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I think this, this, I was even checking to see if I'm depressed because Mm. I don't know what I'm feeling. It's something new. I don't understand it. Mm. And I think it's the times that we are in that have taken me there that, you know, I, I don't know. If I'm making any sense, but oh, yeah, make tons of sense. Yeah. a lot of sense. I think it's also coming from you know we're operating under a system of capitalism, and it tells yeah. us that everything we do and make at any moment we're alive, we need to be creating, we need to be producing, we need to be you know like that, and that's how we were before. And before yeah. we had the grace of weekends, and you know we could plan things realistically and say, ah, give me two weeks and I'll write the thing. And now yeah. we mm. have the same responsibilities and the same deadlines, but not the same motivation. You know, now we're mm. thinking about mortality. Now we're thinking about who's going to take our stuff after we pass away. What's going to happen to us? How will we be remembered? And that yeah. anxiety, there's no space to process that. You know, there's really no space at all. And so I think coming, coming from that point of needing to be productive, and my assumption is because I'm not on social media now, but I can assume that you know, if you're going online and everybody's just like positive and having achieved X, Y, Z, then you kind of feel like there's no space of all like you who are kind of lagging behind, who prefer to sleep instead of working, who want to watch Netflix, you know, and, and chill <laughs> forever. There's no space for that. We need to be 100, we need to be like workhorses, constantly working, producing, but we're not that. We're yeah. human. And I'm picking up from what Sarah said about the whole idea of, it's almost like you, we punish ourselves for not doing stuff and the the funny thing is there's really no pressure no one's coming at you with a big stick and telling you if you don't do this this is going to happen well my bills are my rent is asking questions (laughs) yeah i mean okay aside from those those uh (laughs) macro worries like at a micro level within us like 
know, like, if I don't learn something now, does it mean that I can't learn it later? You know, mm. it almost feels like this is the only time you have to learn stuff, for example. This is the only time you have to reflect on life, which I have. For me, it's been a wonderful time. It's been tough because I, I've been feeling a general sense of irritability, listlessness, and, and depression. And I'm trying to find things that interest me, watching like uh, videos on businesses, because I'm starting a business, you know, things that work, kind of give myself a hope that, okay, in the near future, which I don't know when that will be, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. But in this time, I can always reflect on that. Yeah, so what I've done at least is figure out, okay, I'm, I'm feeling this way and it's not the best feeling, but it's okay, you know? It's okay for me to not want to do this thing. I mean, that's how I, and, and maybe someone would say that that's, that's actually false hope to give yourself, to feel like you don't have to do something. I guess there should be a space for that, right? Yeah, I agree, I agree. I wonder, let me ask you guys, in your life, you probably have people who have like you know, nine to five jobs, the, the, the quote unquote more responsible people. Are you finding, because <laughs> their life has restructured. Like for example, I have a sister who's a teacher, and she's uh, teaching mm -hmm. from her home and she set up her, her classroom, her virtual classroom in her uh, kitchen. And this morning she shared how she's said doing workouts in the morning at six. And I'm like, wow, like you're so productive. And she's always been like that. It's not that you now it's like a, a revelation, but like that kind of internal desire. I'm wondering like if there's something about not being an artist being in a in a kind of regimented uh, structure that's kind of helping people although i also hear on the flip side where it's like because they're used to being in an office and having that structure they're kind of lost mm. a little bit so i'm curious about like yeah. how other people in your lives are are taking this people who are not in the art, art space there's a friend of mine who's now going to work nine days this month from wow. what yeah and um, they've been told what they're going to be paid mm. is nine days work. But not your salary mm. divided by nine. It's the amount of money we can come up with, you divide it with amongst the people in your uh, department. Oh, no. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's pretty crazy for her. But then, you know, there's a man who helps with the bills. So... She's not that worried, but mm. usually she wouldn't mention it if she's not worried about it. She's mm. very good at taking everything as it comes. Mm -hmm. I learned that from her, as in, you know, okay, this is what has happened, Sawa. We move. <laughs> mm. So, her, yes. you know, she's moved. She's loving it because she has a small baby, so she can stay at home with. Her. Mm -hmm. So she's yeah. about that part. But today we had a walk and talk kind of thing. And in the end, I was telling her how thank you, thank you, thank you, because I've been feeling some type of way a lot this month, more than the other months yeah, we've been at this. And she was like, even her, it has worked for her. It has helped her to break monotony. 
but yeah, that's the other friend I can talk of. Her, she's taking this as a holiday. Like her <laughs> life is good. She's going, seeing people, doing all the things she couldn't do when she was going to the office. Mm. Yeah. And she's lucky her salary is not um, been touched, you know. In fact, apparently they were given better um, health care. What? Yeah, just in case. Oh my you know. God! Wow. Are they willing to just take on offers? People just interested. Just you are floating. We need assistance. <laughs> hey, just to sit in the office to look at people. Yes, we could be their mascot. I mean, we can work for sure, but like we also just need that kind of unconditional just acceptance. Just be like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, the people I know in Uganda. I know of one who's no, I, I know a couple who are working from home. And then I know another one who works for an ISP. So this internet service provider is still in business because obviously there's a, they're an essential business. They, and they offer internet to government and corporate entities. So they're they're still working. So he has a special pass to drive his car, or he's been having one, because in Uganda public transport was shut down, private cars were stopped. Oh. So for them, it's a lot more complicated than what it is for us here in Nairobi. Mm. So, but I mean, again, the people I know have kids. So they take their, their kids, they have to homeschool their kids and do the work. I'm just like, man, you guys are superheroes. I don't know how you guys do it. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Are you guys finding yeah. that the, one of the okay? So I was thinking about like the, my 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 stressors, not my stressors, like the process of sleeping and and you know thinking about oh shit, I'm letting myself down. I should be doing more. I should be doing more. And when I write down my things that I need to do, they really are a lot. But I find that in my regular life, I was watching the TV shows. I was watching the movies getting the idea, talking about it, researching, da, 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 and then creating the thing. And so it's part of the mm -hmm. way I create. I consume content and then create my own stuff. Like I look for inspiration or an escape from my mind. And so I think right now that thing of, are you doing too much and not creating enough? I think it's also that kind of balance that it's kind of skewed that you can't tell. But because the way we operate already, we need to take in a lot of creative stuff take a lot of rest, take a lot of like, um, you know, the unserious stuff. That's important to, to create. And it's kind of like how you invite the muse. And I'm finding that mm. that's kind of helping me to understand that this is how I worked before. This is how I made the stuff that I made. So this is important. That's kind of how I'm giving myself grades. But at the same time, I'm also trying to watch where like the balance isn't um, so skewed. You know, now that you say that, I've not actually realized <laughs> that I've been beating myself up for doing things I was doing before. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Wow. Yes, I work the same way. I watch stuff, whatnot, you know. But then yeah. now when I watch one episode of something, I'm like, hey, Mohaki, do you know you're writing? then of course I'm going to have this conversation in my head with myself that you should be writing, you should be writing, you should be writing instead of the writing. Then I won't want mm. anything and I won't write, but yeah. I'm going to type away emotionally, feeling like I'm not doing enough. But I'm so happy you brought that up because <laughs> yes, that's 
how to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you need you need to fuel the engine. Yeah. Otherwise, there is no point. Because if you're cooped up in your house and you're not doing it, okay. So no, that's not what I'm saying. Let me let me, let me start again. <laughs> Okay. So, for me, I have been experiencing a deluge mm. of material. Like, it is everywhere, left, right, and center. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have so much to watch, so much to do, like, so many things to read, so much research to do, so much, so much to watch that it's, it's crippling me. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm feeling crippled. The material is not crippling me. I'm feeling crippled by the overwhelming amount that is existing it's not that it didn't exist before it just i was not aware i was i was not open to it because i had kind of blocked kind of locked my mind into one like a couple of particular projects that i was working on and now i'm thinking wow these are the possibilities oh my god i could do this i could do that i could do that i could do that and I'm, I'm I'm hardly getting anywhere with a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. So how are you guys keeping but, things on track? Like without getting lost? Because I'm making lists. And this, this is the funny thing. So I'm, I have a notebook. I, this is, again, this is what I was doing before. Where I'm like, this is what I'm going to achieve today. This is what I need to do. And then every day I, I find myself writing the same things because I did like half of them <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> or I didn't complete them. And so the list is very familiar yeah. now, and I can, I've crammed all my things. Um, but I, I find yeah. that like visualizing the thing has really helped me. It doesn't matter whether I'm free. Mm. I mean, I still have the same questions. I mean, am I doing enough? Should I be doing more? Am I making the most of this time? Like those things are still there. But when I look at the mm. things, and, and when I'm not in the in the, in the um, what do you call it in the slump, I'm able to come back to the thing. Maybe it's like at midnight, and I'm sending an email finally. It kind of feels like this yeah. was the right time to have sent this email. It was meant to be. Like I'm also kind of taking that approach because I'm like, at the end of the day, the thing wasn't done until I did it, and the thing has been done. Okay, Sawa, what's the next thing on the list? And luckily, uh, yeah. I haven't had it. I haven't had it. Okay, I haven't had people come back to me and say, "Hey, you're lagging behind. You know, you're not doing X, Y, Z." So I'm also really glad that I haven't gotten like that kind of external pressure where someone is like, "Hey, we're waiting on you for this." It's me kind of setting my mm. pace, but because I, I have certain standards for myself, I have certain standards for like how I, I ought to operate, who I ought to be. That's where the pressure is coming from. Yeah. It's like what Sarah was saying, it's, it's internal. It's like, I need to do X, Y, Z. And when I'm not doing X, Y, Z, am I being my best self? Maybe not. But if you look at it as you're going to do the thing eventually, and it's going to be wonderful. And if yeah. maybe that was how it was meant to be. And maybe even the, the longer you stay before you do it, the better the ideas are. You never know. Yeah. yeah. I'll adapt to that. I was, I was listening to a podcast. I was listening to a podcast, the, um, I think it was yesterday. And the guy said, <clears throat> excuse me, the guy said that to-do lists will always be long. I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. And if you can just grab three of the things that you're going to do that day, and you've managed to do one, that's a victory in and of itself. There's all these things that you want to do in life. You can only do so much, no matter how much time you have. That's true. You get time is fine. And also, there are so many other factors affecting your ability to do stuff. 
there is the motivation to do the thing there is the urgency of the thing it's not a life and death situation for most of the things we're doing so yeah you could say okay I'll tomorrow I'll push it tomorrow until it's like okay now I need to get this done mm-hmm. I have lists I'm even looking at, at them right now on cards <laughs> on index cards no. I have like four things I'm supposed to do things I'm supposed to watch give feedback on film we're supposed to be producing mm-hmm. I think it's just being just being kind to yourself yeah and I think we need to be genuine with ourselves and say look you're okay and uh Lydia Matata keeps telling me look Sam it's a pandemic come on <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, it's like keeps telling me that I'm like, okay, Sarah, it's okay. We will survive. Mm-hmm. I'm, I shouldn't beat myself. And I think I have a bit of type A in my in myself, so that doesn't help. But kind and knowing that, look, I've done this one thing today, and that's that. That should be enough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm completely the same. I'm type A, but I'm also deeply lazy and self. I am deeply in the self-care, self-love uh, camp. So I will. Per, sleep comes. I am take. I'm going to sleep. By the way, I'm going to sleep instead of sending the email, instead of writing the thing. I always like. I give into that stuff. I'm like, this is what I need because this will make me happy. So there's that part, but then there's the other side that's like, like of course, hardworking and focused and driven, and it's been a fight mm. between these two sides. Because even before, yeah. you know, being a freelancer, it meant that I had points of like intense work and then it's like, you know, just chilling, chilling, chilling. But I think what's been happening with me is that I've tried to allow myself like, like just lost days, lost days, lost hours, mm-hmm. sometimes when lost weeks. I mean, you look back and realize, God, I actually, be, it's been nine days, just like a week of, of a week of like lost days, but it's okay. Because eventually I'll come yeah. to it and if I'm in the right frame of mind, then I'll be more productive. If I'm beating myself up over the thing, then that doesn't help. So I try to have these um, positive conversations with myself that are also kind of grounded in reality, where I say, you know, in that time, I hadn't gotten an email, I hadn't gotten certain facts, so I couldn't do the thing fully, or the idea hadn't fully crystallized, mm-hmm. or even if I said it like last week, I wouldn't have been here. Or maybe just saying, you know what, maybe I'm trying to take on too much. Maybe I need to consult. Maybe I need to talk to someone. Maybe I need to vote, you know. And that kind of looking at both sides of who you are or like the, the multiplicity of, of who you are and kind of accepting it all. And then like Lydia says, it's a pandemic. It's meant to be insane. It's meant to be world shifting and kind of having that grace. Yeah. And I find that's different from you need to be productive. You need to be da, 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 da. Mm. Because I'm like, sometimes you can't be productive. And I feel like that's kind of like, you know, like those people who are like bubbly in the morning. Yeah. Like those those morning mm. people who like hi hi hi. Sometimes I can't match that. Please also do, can they also have a turn of battle? And maybe they, I can be accused of being that person as well because I'm also very like enthusiastic and whatever. But I also say I hold space for if this is too much. Tell me what you can do realistically. Tell me what's possible. And I can tell you like I I have mm. a project that's gonna come out fairly soon or roll out fairly soon. And there's an artist who I've reached out to. He's pretty incredible and he's based in uh, Cairo. So he's like, right now I'm in my house and I'm staring at projects that I had said I would complete three weeks ago. I haven't touched them. And the product you're proposing is really wonderful, but I also want to manage your expectations because I don't want to let you down. And I can only do X, Y, Z. You know, I know you have a vision, but I can only do X, Y, Z. And so it's also kind of like accommodating Mm -hmm. that and saying, 
that's also okay. I'm not enough. And maybe that's what was meant to be. Because living this could have, should have, you know, that kind of stuff will never, there's no happiness in that. You know, there's really no happiness in that. You're only uh, doubting yourself, putting yourself down. So if you are more realistic and saying, this is what I can achieve, this is what I can do, this is what I can do next week, this is what I can do mm. today, this is what I can do in five days, two days, two months or whatever. I think we need to have that. And I think another thing that we need to deal with this time is also shame. I think there's a lot of shame. Yes. Not being as productive. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really a, so many emotions yeah. together. But shame is a big part of it because it's like, who did I say I, I am? Who did I announce myself to the world as being? And I've fallen short of that. And, you know, like even talking with um, being in these various groups and even like, you know, having multiple uh, friends and, you know, people from different walks of life and how they are approaching this thing is so different. And some people are extremely productive. Like Oprah has started a cooking business. I'm like, my goodness, how? <laughs> how are you <laughs> launching, you know, and like figuring out you want to make this meal? And oh my God, she, but no, she's been like that. She's brilliant like that, right? Mm. And it's just being like, yeah. I'm not that person, but I can, I can, if I'm feeling down and inspired, I can look to her and say, man, man, where does she get that? And what can I learn? You know, yeah. it's also kind of like taking that energy away from the shame and saying, instead of feeling shameful, how can I get inspiration? Mm. Yeah. Another thing I've discovered I'm doing is when I'm finally writing, uh, mm. I start to think, mm -hmm. okay, now you're writing this film. Why aren't you working on the series? Mm. And the series is more likely to bring you money. Who is going to make this? Uh -huh. Blah, blah, blah. As in, <laughs> I, I've worked so hard to get there to start the writing. And once I start the writing, I have other things. I'm really not mm. understanding what's going on. Like I have, I stop and ask myself, what's going on here? Are we, are we trying to sabotage ourselves? Yeah. What's up? Is it that, that you're more inspired to work on the film than the series? Is that is Right that now I case? am. Yeah. Okay. I'm liking that. And, it, I, I'm, I'm liking um, the story. And then it's it's also a mother-daughter thing. I'm really liking it. Okay. I think it should be fine. I, um, sometimes I realize that to get through the drudgery of the mm. things we don't like to do, mm -hmm. we need to give ourselves an, a, a boost, like uh -huh. a shot in the arm mm. to... Yeah, and I think those, those things that we enjoy doing, like... Uh, the script I've been working on with Lydia, I really, really like the story. I really love it. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes when I think about it and I think about all the things I'm going to do on it and shoot it in, in Lamu and what, 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 I'm like, yeah, okay, right. now watch this. And it has spawned so many other ideas. Mm -hmm. And that gives me a high. It's not like drugs where I'm like, I'm high, that I'm not, mm -hmm. you know? It's kind of like one of those, it, it, it's, wears off slowly and it gives me the energy to do the other things because suddenly when there's a lot of sun I, the dark doesn't feel so dark anymore yeah yeah but i do like the idea that the, uh what you said about shame one jerry it's it's um i think it's not just in this time it's just become more magnified in this time sure. uh, because we have space in quotes and time to do the things that we said we we're going to do yes. 
So I feel like in our daily life, there is that shame. It's just mm. subtle. Mm. It's In a way, I think it's kind of like violence mm. against you. That shame is violent mm. that you're, you feel like, oh my God, I'm such a loser. Mm. This guy did X, Y, yeah. Z. What have I done? I said, I'm going to do this thing. Why haven't I done it? As the human race, we need to address that. And it could be because of capitalism, that capitalism has dictated a lot of what we do. Yeah. And, and we need to, I think we need to reset how we do life. Yeah. Because life doesn't happen for everyone the same way. And standardizing things is not the way to go because everyone is different and their approaches and their experience of life is very different. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing that I'm trying to do is, uh, and it's related to shame, but it's the idea of, of desire and desire as a kind of in that kind of seductive anti-corona rules <laughs> thing, which is you know, <laughs> hugging someone, um, saying hello, like with a handshake, like it's things you forget, but you don't know if your body actually has been craving these things, among other things. But like, let's keep yeah. it PG 13. So, for example, when, <laughs> like, oh, this weekend when I had a chance to hang out with my cousin, we didn't really think about it. We were taking pictures as we were before, you know, kind of like um, shoulder to shoulder with each other, you know, big smiles, all this happiness. And at one point, we were, we were seated in the kitchen around the, the kitchen thing and we were all eating and actually no, i had eaten before so i was just kind of listening to them talk as we were eating and i was like my goodness when is the last time i did this like listen to somebody even the action of chewing like that kind of music the music <laughs> of that and the rhythm of being together and even like the the artist was talking to was like he misses mm. the smell of people like body odor things we just didn't realize were important or like part of our lives when they, we are they are absent from our lives it's so insane and so even kind of like accepting and and fulfilling and meeting the desires that we have as human beings we're kind of there's a specific kind of hunger that this pandemic has you know woken up inside us and there's nothing wrong with that and this and, and if there are ways to like safely tame it i think definitely do it so for example like uh and this like could be like with you sarah when you said you did the walk and talk you know just kind of being outside breaking them not only it's okay and maybe you had uh, masks on maybe you didn't but you were with another human being and now you feel refreshed. Yeah. I think there's, um, you know, we're, we're, we've been told, if you don't this, you will die. You know? yes. And that's scary. And I'm like, no, I kind of just want to be like a human person. I want to cycle outside, you know, without a mask on. When is the safest way? What is the safest way I can do it? Let me find that. But like not shutting down desire. I think that's also very important. Because if you don't do that, then we amplify whatever mental health problems we may have had already, or we start to invite them into our lives. You know, I realized I've not had um, a social thing with other people since mm. this started. And I only realized when I was hanging out with my friend, I walk and talk with my friend, mm. how I have mm. not had that. I've not had a buddy love connection mm -hmm since this thing started mm -hmm. since we stopped going out into the world all i do is like when i go out and i'm with other people it's a work relation it's a work relationship mm -hmm. and it's a work you know environment 
and it's not that I'm with people I don't like or whatever it is, but then this uh, a situation where you're with somebody that you love, that you have loved for a long time, and you know you have a connection with this person. I've not done that yeah. at all. And saying goodbye, because usually we'd hug goodbye. So we were both standing there like, okay, bye, bye, okay, bye, bye, okay, bye, bye. <laughs> You'd think, you know how um, a boy wants to kiss you? Okay, now when we're teenagers, a boy wants to kiss you. <laughs> Even these days it happens. Okay, well, you know, these well, days they just is. jump in. Don't they just jump in? <laughs> Now, yeah. okay, I don't know, Sam, maybe you can tell us, but it, it kind of feels like they just jumped in without thinking too much about it. But... <laughs> well, I don't know what to say about that. You both know my status oh, currently. Sam, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I forgot there's another yeah. world out there where people are married. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Yeah, and also married by themselves. So Long this is extra complication. Even. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, for me, I honestly, I, I'll tell you, and I, I will say this with no shame that we went for this, this, uh, so a friend of ours died. Uh, she's the director of this film that we shot in December and she passed away, um, sometime this, this month actually. And yeah, it was sad. It was her first film actually. It was going to be her debut film. And she kept saying, look, I want to do it this year, which was last year. I kept saying, you know what, you could push it to 2020. You know, there's no rush. And she's like, no, I feel like we need to do it this year. Who knew? Anyway, so so we, we went to her, it was a vigil. It was during the day. And so I was supposed, I had my, it was basically in my head, it was three of us, four of us who were going to be there. And then when I arrive at uh, Nivas in Westlands, I find that there are more than three people that I'm going to go with. I was so happy. I almost I wanted to go hug people. And it was it was like, oh my God, I haven't been with people in so long. And I don't talk to my neighbors. And it's just, I'm just like that. I, I I'm I'm a loner in that way. Uh, yeah. So so when I met these guys, it was like, it was like, oh my God, you guys exist, you're alive. So we get to the this uh, this girl's parents' place, uh, Koi's place, parents' place, and we we sit and we're talking, and then suddenly, <laughs> I well the conversation got heated, not heated in a bad way, like we got excited, excited, and then I was I was I think I got loud, and my friend the next was like Sam, you're very loud. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't know the protocol with when it comes to being with like in these things. We have just been through loneliness. I, I actually aloneness. So it was is it that 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 hunger to interact with people exists. And I think coupled with the fact that we're in this interesting time, I'll call it interesting because really I don't know what to call it. It can't be it's not good, it's not bad, it's just it's there. Like yeah, it's different. And the the weird thing is that in Nairobi you can move about. That's the weird thing. But for some reason, for me, I feel like I'm I'm tied to the house. The only places I can go 
uh, the shops and the supermarket and back to my house. <laughs> so Okay, guys, I'm going to tell you a story, but it cannot be on the podcast. Oh, uh-huh. so, I will. You, so I okay, you will tell us after. We, we just uh, recorded. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's do this. Let's finish uh-huh. this session and then... Well, Jerry, you, you, Sarah, and I will get on a Skype and talk. Because <laughs> I want to hear this one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we'll put you on the call. Don't worry. As we wrap this up, I think we should wrap this up because we could talk for, for days. And I, I'd like to end this on, a, on a, a lighter note, not because it's I'm trying to choreograph it that way, but I feel like there is something to be that could be gained from this in spite of the... First of all, the acknowledgement that we are going through these things is a fantastic thing, at least I feel. And I know that there are people out there that feel that it's a like who are feeling our feelings, you know, and at least I'm, I hope that in listening to this, they know that it's fine. It's I, look, I can, I'm human. I'm allowed to not be productive. I have I have a choice. I have the permission to do that. Because we're artists, I'd like to, I'd like to ask you both, like, what would you say to artists now? What would you like to say to them? If you had a chance to say something, what would you say to well, them? Well, it, it would be go easy on yourself and do what feels right. Don't, don't pressure yourself too much. I agree. And, and with that, too, I think also make a plan for the things that are non-negotiable. Um, if you have, for example, a deadline and you're not feeling that you can actually work mm. on it, communicate. Tell everybody involved, be honest and say, listen, I need a little bit more time, perhaps if I had an extra week or whatever you need, because I think we are, this, this is a time to also maintain relationships, especially financially uh, lucrative relationships. Don't break that um, unnecessarily, unless it's something that's like it's too much and you don't want to do something anymore. But either way, just communicate. And communicate also with your loved ones, um, even if it's just to say, even, even if it's just listening to them sharing their day, sometimes that can be nourishing. You don't have to always talk all the time, but just be in touch with people. Don't completely isolate yourself, unless at the moment that's what you feel you need. So <laughs> do what you need, but also remember that communication is good. And I think another thing is uh, regarding the things that are not uh, negotiable, things like rent, try and see if you can make a plan around that. Yeah. If it's thinking also about um, loans at this time, take them without shame because you need them. You need to survive. You need to make it to tomorrow to make the to do the thing that will give you the money. So don't have any shame around any kind of money needs that you require. If it's also reaching out to people who can assist you, do that. Don't feel shame around that. And just allow yourself, whatever comes up, allow that to happen. If it's creating, allow it to happen. If it's not creating, allow it to happen. If it's also distraction, allow that to happen as well. Because maybe that's what was going to happen in this yeah. time. Well, thank you both for doing this. We tried to organize this like... <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate that. I appreciate the time you've taken to be here. And just, I feel like for me, this has been like therapy. And just, yeah. okay, I'm done. Now I can move forward. And it's nice that I also know that I'm not alone in this and that, you know, at least there are two other people out there who understand or experience something similar to what I'm feeling. So thank you so much. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll do this again sometime. 
It's been fun. Thanks so much, guys. All right. I'll, I'll see you both All right. on the other yes. side for this wonderful yes, story. Yes, yes. Very nice. <laughs> you know what? We can just do a very, very quick WhatsApp call. Okay. All and right. Okay. Bye. Say, speak soon. Bye. Thank you for being part of the Take Six Africa Film Podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. Please feel free to leave questions, comments, and suggestions on what you would like to hear on the show on our Facebook page at Take Six Film. This episode was produced, mixed, and edited by me, Samuel Tebandeke. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you're listening right now. Please take a moment to subscribe, give us a rating, and share with others. For now, and until the next episode, it's a wrap. <laughs>